the FCS College Football Experience Week Five Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code SGPN on your first purchase. Uh, I'm sorry. Use that promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save twenty dollars. I just uh, sometimes I'm a machine. CFBX to save twenty dollars. Download that Game Time app. Use that promo code CFBX. Save twenty dollars. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog, uh, look, has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you could win a hundred times the atta- the amount of money you enter. <laughs> That's right. Turn five dollars into five hundred dollars in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use that promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Show. Uh, look, we're a day late, but it's not a big deal because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, and it gives you another day to prep. And sometimes that's a fire thing because we had a wild week. I'm starting to wonder. I'm going to ask this question uh, to my co host in a second, but I mean, I'm, I'm starting to see some big upsets happen this past week. Uh, maybe everything we thought we knew, we didn't know. Ha <laughs> ha. Look, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swigger, Dad Debase Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Yes, we carry on and look this slate from Saturday and Friday gave us some big time upsets. Is the transfer portal playing a role? We know it's happening in the FBS. Is NIL? I don't even know if the FCS is loading up on NIL, but I can tell you this. I see some parody happening in this in the FCS. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, fresh. Uh, this guy's been driving all around the the, the fucking United States. They call him the golf the Gulf Coast Guru. He's down there when he's not driving around all over the country. He's down there with the cocktail in his hand, sitting there in the Gulf of Mexico, singing Jimmy Buffett songs. Give it up for Mike Rose. How you doing, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's got to be a. Uh... It's a it's a pretty sad thing around here with Jimmy Buffett just passing. That was that's I a know, hero. man. That's tough. It's that's all, tough, man. May he rest the, easy. May he rest all, all easy. All the statues that got torn down in the South are getting built up in Jimmy Jimmy Buffett's uh, <laughs> likeness. But I'm, I'm excited to talk about a little football that doesn't involve Taylor Swift, dude. I'm all over this. Oh, Let's go. Thank God. <laughs> thank fucking God, man. I mean, dude, the NFL's overkill, man. They over they they just 
They over. It's like going to fucking look. And I and I still bet. I had a great weekend betting the NFL, but it's like it's like going to fucking American Eagle in the fucking mall. You know what I mean? You're just gonna run into the. It's just it. It's like going to a shopping mall. You know what I mean? FCS is like finding like that nice that nice bar that no one knows about. You know what I mean? It's just beautiful. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. <laughs> You're right though about the uh, Taylor Swift shit. Anyway, folks, shout out to the chat. They're moving along. Thirty-eight oh two says, "Do the boys a favor, hit that like button, folks. You can uh, watch this one. Uh, YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. Uh, subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience. Uh, give us a five-star review too. Get on over to iTunes. Takes two minutes out of your day. We need it. And uh, look, I mean, this was a." Uh, this was, I think the big week so far out of the first five weeks where we really, really saw a lot of big time upsets. Um, let's just start. Uh, we're going chronologically Princeton, Columbia. I lost money on this mainly cause it was a fucking monsoon and, and Columbia scored on a pick six at the five yard line. Like Bad pass by Stenstrom gets picked off, taken to the house. And uh, I feel like Princeton was definitely the right side of this. That's just gambling. Sometimes you just get this game was absolutely phenomenal though. Like from a fucking, like a fun watch came down to the final play of the fucking game. It was, it was a real, real fun game to watch. Shout out to the Princeton Tigers for getting that dub. Uh, I ate a bundle of shit to start my Saturday morning. Cause I was dumb enough to take Morgan state plus 17. <laughs> And a half points, and they lost forty-five to three to Yale. And maybe the Ivy is a little more. I mean, I thought it was a solid conference. I think it might be better than what I realized because forty-five to three, Morgan State should have beat Akron. Morgan State can play, and I did not foresee that happening to the Bears of Morgan State. I mean, I thought Yale might win, but holy shit, twenty-eight points in the third quarter. For the Bulldogs of Yale, Morgan State just couldn't get anything going. Uh, Nolan Grooms, the Yale quarterback, threw for 363 yards and four touchdowns. Maybe, just maybe, Akron, or I'm sorry, uh, Morgan State's pass defense is awful. And maybe Akron didn't utilize that. Maybe Richmond, the Spiders, didn't utilize that weak or, you know, take advantage of that weakness. Um, what in the fuck? I mean,. <laughs> I did not see that coming. What'd you make of this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe maybe Yale's starting to figure things out with the new offensive coordinator, you know, here early in the season. Uh, another thing I'm kind of wondering is uh, Morgan State's had a lot of shuffling going around in the quarterback room to start the season. And, and now I'm not seeing Carson Baker for the last two games get any reps, which uh, – in the preseason when we were talking about this team, that was one yeah. of the guys that I was kind of thinking, former, you know, former San Diego state Aztec. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering what's going on. If they've really uh, lost their way in that quarterback room, only putting up three points. So uh, very, very disappointing out of the, out of the bears. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I did not see that one coming. Uh, pissed away a good chunk of money there. Central <laughs> Connecticut state and Brown Brown won by 22. The Ivy stepping up. Uh, Brown did cover. Um, I forget what side it was on. I didn't bet that. Um, but uh, shout out to the Bears and Brown for getting that dub. Now we did bet the Howard Bison. Why were they a dog against Bernard Clark and Robert Morris? They win 35-10. I mean, this wasn't even a sweat. It was 
they scored. That was like 21 to seven and a half. It was like 28 to seven. I feel like at like the end of the third. Howard is for real. Howard's a solid team. If you watched that Eastern Michigan game up there at the factory week one, you knew that. And uh, you know, yeah, I thought Howard just played pretty damn well. Uh, shout out to to the Bison and Quinton Williams, their quarterback. But uh, you, we were both on this, right? Yeah, yeah. This was a double lock for us, and uh, probably one of the easier bets of the weekend. Um, what I'm excited about is is what do you think they're going to do against uh, their next game? Is against Northwestern. I mean, is that is that a potential? Uh, they might be live. Spot? They might be right? live. Northwestern <laughs> lost to Southern Illinois last year. Let's go. Um, if anything, though, I do think Northwestern's a little bit better than I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Or Minnesota's okay. a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now we did. I mean, we didn't bet this, but the fucking shocks of Long Island. They 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 tie this game up on a crazy play with like five minutes left or three minutes left, and then Duquesne drives all the way down the field, kicks a game-winning field goal. C.J. Sullivan's boys subscribe to the Bottom Line Bombs podcast as they get a 31-28 win at the fucking Long Island Sharks. Um, it's that's class. This this is a classic NEC game where it's just like you got no idea who's winning these fucking games. I'll be honest. I mean. I want, I had this on a screen for a little bit. It was back and forth. Uh, I felt like Duquesne was a better team though. They were up. I think at that, no, it was tied up at the half. I think if memory serves me correct. Um, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a good football game. The NEC is really tough because all the teams are pretty, pretty equal. Uh, the fucking shocks continue to disappoint, but uh, the Dukes of Duquesne with a nice win. Um, you were right on the Davidson Wildcats, and maybe the Davidson Wildcats have found life. Something they're doing is right because they beat the piss out of the Toreros of San Diego. Okay, I, I, I just try to figure out this Davidson team. Well, week one against VMI, they score seven, just seven points against VMI. VMI is not a, a powerhouse, folks. Then they lose to Barton College. So they lose to VMI. They lose to Barton to start and start their season. And somewhere between September 8th and September 16th, Davidson found their offense because they score 49 against the Red Foxes of Marist on the road. Come back home. They drop 84 on St. Andrews. And then the Toreros come cross country and they drop 55 on them at Richardson Stadium. I mean, I'm buying back in. I think they're going to go to the FCS playoffs because this offense is flying high, man. What do you make of the Wildcats win there? Yeah. So there was something I was wondering. We kind of talked about it on the, uh, on last week's show, um, the pick show. And I was kind of saying like, I wonder if there's just a quarterback switch or somebody was hurt. We didn't see, it looks like they've kind of switched over to Coulter Cleland and it hasn't, you know, it's, it's not like they're passing the ball all over the place, but he definitely, it seems like they found something, whether he was injured. I can't really remember who I had penciled in as the starter. Uh, and my notes are in the other room. Well, so. No, 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 no. Cleveland though, 11 of 13, 90 yards yeah, passing, right. <laughs> but six rushes for 130 yards, averaging 22 yards a rush <laughs> There it is. between him <laughs> and then Mari Adams on the ground. Mari Adams had a 14 for 169, including a 66 yarder. They also had a third running back get over a hundred and Mason Sharon 10 for one fourteen. Hey, San Diego, maybe you learn how to stop the run. <laughs> maybe, maybe you study that nice win for the wildcats and look, I'll play a little song for them. Yeah.
All right, folks, before we get to the next one, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by the game time app. Yeah. Buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting uh, hype for the fun that you'll be having at that very event and forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, they have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create that account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account. Redeeming code is CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we are back on the FCS college football experience week five recap. It was a wild one because I mean, we had a little Bryant Rhode Island rivalry game being played there. Rhode Island 49, Bryant 26, kind of way at the way the, the you know, it went the way I thought it would with Kasim Hill and them coming off that tough loss. They dropped 49 including 21 in the second quarter and uh We are ramming it with the Rams. Look, they only had 78 yards rushing, but 385 yards in the air. That will get you the dub. Rhode Island wins this one. Were you surprised? We weren't surprised. You were on Rhode Island too, right? Uh, just a nice rivalry win, right? Uh, with the 15 points, I actually went with Bryant just being a rivalry game and giving up that many points. I uh, almost expected uh, Bryant to, to hang in there a little closer, but this is what you want to see out of a team like Rhode Island. That uh, we both we both picked to go pretty far in the CAA. And speaking of the wild weekend, I mean that's that's the, the conference that you really have to look at and ask yourself what the hell is going on. So Rhode <laughs> Island, take note because you you have all kinds of open space in front of you. So let's go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then uh, let's jump back to the Ivy because the Ivy was a ton of fun at Franklin Field, one of the best stadiums in America to see a football game, in my opinion. The FCS playoffs, the Shit, the FBS playoffs. I even think the Philadelphia Eagles should play a couple games there a year. Uh that game was wild. Fucking Dartmouth as a live dog, which I was on. I think did you take did you take fucking Dartmouth too? I locked up Penn and bet it bet it personally. Ooh. Yeah, that one hurt a little bit. <laughs> well, this game was a classic in overtime. Fucking Dartmouth 23. Penn 20. Uh, big time win for Dartmouth. I'm glad. I'm look. I, I understand you lost money and that sucks. But you know, yeah, the Buddy Teven story. I like seeing this Dartmouth team come out the fucking woodworks. <laughs> I'm joking, but fucking <laughs> Dartmouth. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, big time win there against uh, that dude. The the the, the Ivy is fun. It is fun. Delaware State beat the piss out of Virginia Lynchburg. It's about time Delaware State and the Hornets grab a dub. Um. St. Thomas and Dayton. Wow. I mean, this line was St. Thomas, I think minus four, if memory serves me correct, they cover, they win by six on the road, even though Dayton got a late score to make it close, but our Tommy's moved to uh what? Three and two um, pioneer league fun, you know, uh, tech to Toka 15 of 23 for a hundred yards. Check down. God two touchdowns. Uh, they, a win is a win is a win as they beat the flyers on the road. Uh, I forget who'd you have in this one. Uh, when we picked it, it was at eight and a half. So I took Dayton. That was a cover there. 
Uh, come around game time, I think it was around six and a half or something like that. Um, I didn't really touch it on game day. I, I wasn't too sure, but I am happy to see the Tommies kind of get something together and, and get a win. I want to see him start rolling because I love the story. Yeah, yeah. The the Butler Bulldogs uh, beat Presbyterian by ten, and I. That's the thing. I know Davidson's fine in life. I kind of think Butler is going to be a player with Brett Bush at the quarterback spot. He uh, threw for one forty-eight touchdown and a pick. Also ran for ninety-nine yards, and that's the dual threat capability capability of Bushka. They also have Jiren Mitchell, who uh, had thirty-one rushes, one hundred forty-nine yards. Um, I'm excited to see the pioneer race here because I do think Davidson's showing signs of life. Before the Davidson thing, I thought Butler might run away with it. Now it's uh, intriguing. Um, I, I think we were both on Butler uh, against Presbyterian, but uh, they did not cover for us. No, uh, which you know, good for Presbyterian. Another competitive week out of them after uh, having a bye after after beating uh, Wofford. So cool for them. Uh, what I'm really interested in is this week. Uh, if you can find it on TV, hopefully. Butler, St. Thomas, they play this weekend. So that's Hell a really yeah. good game. Uh, big implications for the conference there on that one. Hell yeah. And I think St. Thomas has their own broadcasting thing. I think might maybe through their Facebook. I, I, I forget, but check out their website. Okay. Uh, Stetson lost by 10 at, at the red foxes of Marist. I had no, I mean, I, I what the fuck man. <laughs> You can't you can't trust the team from Florida when they travel that that's far. True. That's, that's, that's you were on Maris. You were on Maris. I took Stetson. <laughs> Fucking bombs. Uh shout out to the Red Foxes getting that dub. Uh Samford East Tennessee State was a little more of a game than I thought. I mean, 21-21 at the half. Samford pulled away in the third quarter. One of the biggest duds this year has been Samford. And even this win, even though it was by 14, East Tennessee State's looked like shit this year. I'm not super impressed with the Bulldogs of Sanford. You? No, not at all. I mean, this was the team I picked to win the SoCon. You know, they have uh, what was supposed to be pretty much the upper echelon of quarterbacks in the entire country for FCS. So it's really surprising to see them struggle like this. Now, this game, I will say, they controlled a lot of this game. It was the second quarter that really got away from them. They gave up three touchdowns in that quarter. So um, pretty much the rest of the game, they they had a little edge. It's just this East Tennessee state team. We both said it that they're not that good. So for 14 point win, that's, that's not impressing me And Sanford's still, uh, still kind of middle of the pack for the SoCon as far as I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Monmouth got back into winning shape, winning form, whatever the fuck you want to say with a 49, seven win against the mountain Hawks of Lehigh. That was impressive. That's an ass whooping. I didn't think that would happen. St. Francis PA. Stonehill once again uh, back to my NEC conversation because uh, St. Francis PA was down I think it was uh, I don't know maybe ten to three they scored twelve unanswered in the fourth get it done uh, and grab that win we were on St. Francis PA I had a sweat the sweat was real in this one uh, Mary Mac the Warriors they did come out to play. Because they beat your sacred. Are you officially out on Sacred Heart? I was on Mary Mac. You were on Sacred Heart. I'm off the train, man. They they <laughs> won too many times. They've let me down. So uh, that yeah, not not impressing me at all. <laughs> yeah, and then you have, I mean, how about the Georgetown Hoyas? This is okay. These are some of the upsets I want to talk about. There was a substantial amount of upsets. 
I know you talked about the CAA, but we can go to the Missouri Valley. We can also go to the Patriot League because right when our start, Fordham had beaten Buffalo in the FBS. Fordham was showing signs of life that they were going to threaten Holy Cross, who also got upset uh, in the Patriot League. And out of the fucking blue, this is the hardest team to get a read on in all of the FCS, in my opinion. The Georgetown Hoyas, 28, Fordham, 24. What? Where was this? They lost by 30 to Columbia the week before. They are an incredibly hard team to get, uh, you know, uh, an identity on. I mean, uh, Naeem uh, Kearney, fucking 13 rushes, 114 yards. Tyler Noop also getting it done as the Hoyas. Uh, Get a huge win. This is a this is a huge win. Uh, I mean, they got life now in the Patriot League. They have life. That is a win. They will have the tiebreaker on. That's a huge. I mean, look. I don't know if they're good enough to consistently win week in week out because they've been a very hard team to understand. But this is a win. They rushed for two hundred twenty-one yards against Fordham and dominated the line of scrimmage. This is a win that might matter. If they can build on this, what, what'd you make of this game and uh, those Hoyas, man? Yeah, that's definitely that's a huge win and uh, Fordham very very confusing. I mean, I, I kind of thought Fordham was going to put up fifty some on this Georgetown team. So uh, what, what really impresses me is that Mister Nuke went out there and threw three picks, and somehow they still win the they game. They still that's, got the dub. Right? <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> but uh, I'm interested to see the line first of all, but also to see what happens in the game against Penn. I, I know Penn lost. Uh, as a lock for me and didn't cover. So that sucks, but I still think they're one of the better, better Ivy league teams. And I'm really interested to see what Georgetown's going to do against them. Uh, yeah. and, and that'll tell me a lot about the relevancy this year. Well, this game kind of started the chaos for the day, in my opinion. Uh, maybe you could say, you know, fucking Dartmouth winning. Uh, but I think Georgetown kind of started it because right after that, I'm bouncing over. I'm watching. I was watching the Georgetown game and uh, you jump on over to the Colgate Cornell game. Jamison Wang just did us a solid last week. Now out of the, out of, out of nowhere, the Patriot league steps up and the Colgate Raiders go to Jamison Wang's house and win by 10. I mean, what the hell was this? Cornell was a 12, 13 point favorite. Colgate wins outright on the money line. Shout out to the Raiders and shout out to the Patriot league for getting a dub here. They needed it because uh, like I said, we'll talk about another game in a minute, but uh we were both way off on this one, right? Well, no, we took, we took the points, but we just, I did not think Colgate would win the game. No, no, I didn't at all. We both did take the points surprisingly, but I mean, Colgate was, was getting in the auto fade territory, but uh, it looks like they've switched their quarterback. They went away from um, what's his name? Brescia. I can't, I can't really yeah. say it, but yeah, uh, they went away from him. They went to the Osborne. So they've made a little quarterback switch. Maybe that's lighting up the offense. And then I, I would also say Cornell kind of like a mid tier Ivy league team, as I see it. So you know how that goes sometimes is those Ivy league teams aren't always consistent when they play the other conferences. So uh, interesting spot Colgate, maybe, maybe not as auto fade as I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's life of you're a Georgetown fan, a Colgate fan. You are said, okay, let's build on this. Let's get it going. And speaking of getting it going, I was all over this in the preseason. The Western Carolina Catamounts. <laughs> this is why this season is going to be very interesting. I mean, is anybody playing? I know South Dakota State and Montana State continue to roll. 
but I don't know that anyone's playing better ball than the Catamounts of Western Carolina, 49 to 14. I know it was the Citadel, but shit. They they were up 35, seven at half. They called off the dogs a little bit, man. Uh, what do you tell? I mean, and, and Kerwin, Kerwin Bell has this team really going Cole Gonzalez, 237 yards passing. Once again, Desmond Reed running all over the whole SoCon. Uh, Western Carolina should be a top 10 team. What do you make oh, of this catamount team? I definitely agree. I mean, I think they're, they're pretty clearly, I mean, even, even with Furman in the conference, I think they're top the conference right now, as far as on paper, uh, I'm seeing a lot of buzz around, you know, the sources I follow on Twitter that talk a lot of FCS. I'm seeing a lot of buzz about Western Carolina. So I, I, I know week after week we have, it should be called like the Weehawk five minutes or something where we just shout out Western <laughs> yeah. Carolina and Moonshine Weehaw- and everything. Yeah. Cool. That whole, the, the, yes, they're the fucking best. They're our but, uh, team. They're our yeah, team, they're, dude. They're a sleeper. I mean, I, I think they're a team that that's a lot of fun that can make a noise in the playoff run if they make it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that one, uh, even though not an upset, it's still kind of an upset for the season. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people. So that that's making this season very fun is the, the catamount story. Uh, another upset that happened was the Drake Bulldogs. They went to Jane Stadium there in Moorhead, Kentucky, and won sixteen to seven. Dorian Boylan rushed for uh, one hundred and twenty-three yards. Uh, I mean. I'm not going to talk too much about this game, but that was an upset. What's your take on this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how much I even consider it a friggin' upset. I mean, they were, they were yeah. underdogs. I, I actually put real money on this game because uh, more had a favorite. I'm just not buying in, but uh, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's not a game that warrants a whole lot of talk. So good job for Drake. I'm happy. And they won me a little bit of money. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's, I mean, the upsets came pouring down because the Phoenix of Elon I know William and Mary didn't have their star running back Bronson Yoder, but I don't give a shit. Now this opens up the CAA because Elon wins 14 to six. Oh boy. I mean, the conference is, is now wide the fuck open. This is a huge win there for Elon. Uh, this game was six, nothing at halftime. William and Mary was up six, nothing. Elon scores 14 in the fourth, getting it done. Oh man, what a what a win! That's a huge win for Elon if they want to be able. Matthew Downing, the uh, the former uh, TCU and La Tech quarterback, uh, played big there. Fourteen of twenty, a buck eighty-seven, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, which is half the battle. They get it done. I think uh, Chandler Brayboy had a big touchdown in this game. Four catches for one hundred and nine in the score. Um, yeah, I mean this is. This is anyone's game. Anyone's, I mean, coming into the season, you thought William and Mary. Now, I think this shit is wide open. What's your take on this game and the CAA in general? Yeah, I mean, as far as the CAA, I think what's really interesting is there's there's the top two teams that I had were the teams that had the most coming back in the conference. It was New Hampshire, and I had William and Mary up top, and they brought all their their players back. They weren't uh, going and raiding the portal. Delaware is another one, the same thing. But now you're seeing all these teams that, well, honestly, Elon, other than doubting, I don't think they really rated the portal either, but I don't know. You're seeing, you're seeing some teams jump around and the teams that I thought were going to be up top aren't, but here's, here's my real question that I'm curious what you think. Was this the look ahead to Virginia or do you look at the game against Charleston Southern now with a little bit more of a yeah. raised eyebrow and yeah. say, maybe they're not that good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I thought it was the, uh, I was making a case in my head for it being the Virginia angle. 
And then I'm like, but they didn't look good against Southern. So maybe they're just not as good as we thought they were. Maybe defenses have figured them out a little bit more with that, with that crazy offense they run. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it, 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 this is what I mean is the, the FCS landscape looking wide open. Uh, Youngstown State, when I was watching this game, I did change it. I was flipping around, but Youngstown State was up, I feel like, a decent amount. Uh, maybe it was, maybe it was 10, nothing earlier, 13, you know, something like that. But uh, Northern Iowa, you were right to, to fade your penguins. Uh, Northern Iowa gets the, the dub 44, 41 in a, in a fun one at that filthy UNI dome. Um, the Missouri Valley got interesting this weekend. So I guess that's a huge win for Northern Iowa. Your, 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 your penguins. What's, what's going on with them, man? <laughs> Hey man, I'm not too upset about it. You know, we, when we uh, did our breakdown, we both had Northern Iowa second in the Missouri Valley. We might be right. I'm, we're going to talk about it in a minute, but North Dakota state may be slipping a little bit. So you got all these teams kind of up towards the top that, that are in a lump. And this was YSU on the road playing Northern Iowa, which is in that same lump. So, I mean, they lose by three on the road to a team that I would say is about as good as them. So I'm not super surprised. They hung tight, uh, fought and uh, it's a good win for Northern Iowa. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, Austin P 52 Lindenwood 10. Jay Scott, Jay Scott's gotta be heated, man. But (laughs) this one we did hit on the governors as they're playing pretty damn good ball. Valpo squeaked by Southwest Minnesota state 16 to 15. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, crusaders buckle up a nice win there. Um, it's almost basketball season, man. They're they're shifting focus. Yeah. North Carolina A and T Norfolk state was a good one. A and T wins 28, 26. I was on the wrong side of this one. Uh, shout out to Terrell Furman jr. And the Aggies as they get that win. Um, Hampton 31 Richmond 14. This is what you mean now. So Richmond lost to Morgan state. They barely get past Stony Brook and then Hampton beats them 31, 14. So the CAA is, is just wide the fuck open now. Uh, shout out to the pirates of Hampton. And then the big one, the biggest stunner of the day. I'm going to go ahead and say the coyotes of South Dakota go on the road to the Fargo dome and take down North Dakota state. And really was, they were in control. They were up 21, three at halftime. They, they hung on for a 24, 19 lead North Dakota state. Try to lead onside kick. Uh, this is huge to me. This is all this is the biggest game of the day like reaction wise that I was just like holy shit. Because now now you got to wonder about North Dakota State the rest of the year. If they just lost at home to South Dakota State, they go to Missouri State this weekend. They go at North Dakota the next week. Now, after that they get a little break with Western Illinois and Murray. But then they got to go to Brookings, South Dakota, and South Dakota State. They also host the Salukis, and they got to go to the UNI Dome to take Northern Iowa. That's a lot of teams that could potentially beat them if they if they play like this. You are starting to see the demise of this program, I believe. And I, I still think it's a solid program. I still think they'll probably get in the FCS playoffs. But this team ain't the same as it was over the years. Holy shit! What a big win for the Coyotes, who are now three and one. And I think I misread the Coyotes in the preseason, and I think you were higher on them than me. Shout out to you there. And uh, what'd you make of this game in general? Yeah, I think uh, I think for one, South Dakota, their defense is, is tough. I mean, this is a team that could that could really hang in the trenches with just about anybody. 
Uh, as far as North Dakota State, I, I just I don't I think we nailed it. I think they're they're slipping, and you could see it here. I mean, you know, they they kind of waxed Central Arkansas, which we kind of we you know gave them credit for that. But then we kind of talked about it on on the pregame show or the pregame uh, pre-pick show last week, and we said, well, you know, stylistically they they're similar. Um, but North Dakota State's more built for the kind of game that they got those big corn-fed linemen, you know. What I think really hampers them, though, is Cam Miller. I'm just not impressed with Cam Miller. When they got to push and, yeah. and make a run, if they're playing from behind, forget about it. Can't do it. They can't do it. Yeah. They really can't. They really can't if they have Cam Miller. Um, <clears throat> That's a shocking game. And uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch both those teams moving forward um, in, in the Valley. Let's go to the Big Sky, where Weber State. 28 Northern Colorado, 21, you know, Weaver scored 21 in the fourth. They were down 21, nothing heading or 21, seven going into the fourth starting to starting to question the wildcats of Weaver state, which is shocking. Cause they've been a very good school over the years, but yeah, you got out, you got out of Greeley, Colorado with a win, but damn, if that was not, you know, I don't know if you can keep doing that. Scoring twenty one in the fourth. Um, no, you got the win. Uh, Lincoln, then, California. What's that? You, you look at the rest of their schedule too. I mean, uh, the win over Northern Iowa was impressive, but everything else that they've done. I mean, they got waxed by Utah, which is kind of expect to be expected, but absolutely just manhandled by Montana State. I mean, that makes you worry a little bit. And then the Central Washington game they played, you know, D two to start the season. Yeah, yeah, it didn't really crush them. So, uh, other than the Northern Iowa game, I'm I'm not impressed with this team at all. Well, and you look at like the upcoming schedule. Northern Arizona, I think, has found their guy to run Mm -hmm. that offense. UC Davis is good. Eastern Washington's good. Now Idaho State, Cody Hawkins, who knows? The Idaho Vandals though are really good too. That's the remaining schedule, and then Cal Poly to end the season. Okay, maybe they get Cal Poly, but. I don't know. I'm concerned if I'm a Weber State Wildcat fan right now. Uh, Texas Southern laid it on Lincoln, California University, the greatest school in the nation. Uh, Alabama A and M also laid it on Tuskegee, fifty-eight to three. Let's go back to the CAA where the Towson Tigers knock off the Wildcats of New Hampshire. What the fuck is going on in in the FCS? <laughs> Towson fifty-four, New Hampshire fifty-one. Holy shit! I mean. I really am so intrigued to watch the, the the CAA in the coming weeks because I got no idea now. And if we want to add on the next one to this, Albany 31, Villanova 10. Uh I kind of think Albany's the best team in the CAA. But at the same time, they did just go to overtime with Morgan State and Yale just beat Morgan State by 50 fucking points. Uh give me Give me your top five in the CAA because I have no, I kind of think from eye test watching Albany against Marshall, watching Albany against Hawaii, watching Albany beat Fordham. I kind of think Albany might be the best team, but Elon looks good. Campbell can be good. William and Mary, maybe they can get back to where they should be. Richmond looks like a mess. New Hampshire. I'm not so sure on Villanova looked good. I thought, but then they only scored 10 against Albany. I'm all over the place in this conference. Who, who, who the fuck is uh, like who, who, gun to your head? Who are like the top couple teams you think based off what you've seen? I think so far based off of what we've seen, I mean, Elon definitely got to be up towards the top. You said Albany. I totally agree with that. Uh, Rhode Island up until yeah. this, 
Uh, yeah. This Albany game, I would have said Villanova's in there. Um, so it's it's kind of all over the place. Campbell, another team that kind of stumbled this week too. So it's it's hard to really nail it down. But I, I think uh, Delaware is one that I, I think I was a little yeah. lower on, kind of yeah. upper middle of the pack. And I think they, they could make some noise here. Yeah, be a little sneaky. They- they could they could reap the benefits of all this. What a crazy weekend! Like I said, the upsets were happening. But w- North Dakota could they have been uh, teamed up on the upset? No, South Dakota State handles business like the reigning champs that they are. Forty two twenty one against a good fighting Hawks team. Um, they handled business like like you want them to. If you're a Jackrabbit fan, you're thinking, okay, we're good. That that's a that was a big test right there. Shout out to the Jackrabbits as they continue to do it. Uh, Lafayette put up 56 points. Remember Lafayette couldn't score a year ago, man. 56 points to Bucknell's 22. Lafayette's four and one. The mm-hmm. Leopards. Wow. And John Trox will do a hell of a job there. Unbelievable. The vacuum company Wagner got blown out by Rutgers. We don't need to talk about that one. Uh, but let's go back to the CAA. We had another one. Maine scored 56 points on Stony Brook. <laughs> Maybe Maine's going to be better than we realize. Maybe they get surprised. The black bears put it on Stony Brook. 56 to 28 uh, in the Southland, man, Tarleton state, Tarleton state hung on 14 to 13 over Southeast Louisiana. Southeast Louisiana is now Owen five. We were way the fuck off on the lions. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Tarleton's been kind of one of my little darling teams since the preseason. So I love seeing them get this one done, but Man, I, I don't think there's a team that we both whiffed on as hard as we whiffed on this southeastern Louisiana team. It's uh it's it's pretty mind blowing, honestly. Yeah. I mean, stick a fork in that team, man. I'm never taking them again. Um <laughs> Idaho beats Eastern Washington by eight on that inferno turf. Eastern Washington's gotta be the best two and three team in the nation. Eastern Washington's schedule, by the way. <laughs> Can we talk about the schedule? So I mean, I guess Southeast Louisiana was on that schedule, but North Dakota state FCS playoff team every year at Fresno or so at North Dakota state in a way it was in Minneapolis with their fans, then at Fresno, then home, the Southeast Louisiana who made the FCS playoffs a year ago, then at UC Davis is looking like a playoff team maybe. And then home to Idaho, relax. Uh, Idaho still, I mean, you know, I know everyone's talking South Dakota state, Montana state will the rematch happen. That was a very good matchup week two. I think it was Idaho. I think might be, I know we talked Western Carolina, Idaho might be national championship. Good. The vandals with the big win there. Cause I think Eastern Washington is a good program. I, I like, I don't think they're two and three is not what Eastern Washington really is in my opinion. And a win on that field. I mean, that's that's a really tough place to travel and play. That's that's an impressive win, no matter what the record is, honestly. Yeah. Uh the Vandals are gonna be must watched uh, the rest of the year. And even the Eagles of Eastern Washington. E dub. Uh you touched on it. Campbell, North Carolina Central. Central's good though, man. I don't have I don't mm-hmm. see, I don't think this is that bad of a loss. Remember, North Carolina Central, Davis Richard beat Jacksonville or beat Jackson State and Deion Sanders with with Shador Sanders and uh Travis Hunter last year. Central wins in overtime 49 48. What a fucking game. Campbell yeah. was favored, but this one. I got a I got an HBCU question for you, actually. Now they can choose 
to skip the celebration bowl and go to the playoffs. Correct. I, I am right there. Yes, but they probably won't because in the playoffs, you don't necessarily get that money. You get like a million dollars. The winner of the celebration bowl gets like a think an appearance. You get like a, a big check. Right. So uh, that's, that's what I thought it came yeah. down to something like that. Do you think uh fam? would be a team that would do that. Maybe possibly they're the only one I could think of that, that would possibly skip it. I don't think so though. Cause Willie Simmons kind of said, but maybe, maybe um, Montana, 28, Idaho state 20. Ooh. Yeah. Montana's not good, man. Yeah. <laughs> How about Montana state though? Portland state 38, 22. I think Portland yeah. state's better than what you thought, buddy. I think they're a lot better than what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like, if they didn't throw the two picks from like a yardage standpoint, they were kind of in that game. Those two interceptions were huge. Shout out to the Bobcats of Montana state for getting the dub Mercer completely beat the shit out of VMI. And then another gigantic stunner to me, Harvard 38, Holy cross 28. What in the hell is going on in the FCS? Harvard's undefeated. Look, they lost Charlie Dean. And I was like, uh, their quarterback Charlie Dean is gone, and you know you hit the portal, and Charles DePrima saying, "Hey, I, don't worry, I got you." And mainly, I mean, Cooper uh, Barcate relax on the receiving day. Sixteen catches. Wait, is this from this game? No, no, no. Sixteen catches on the season. I was, yeah. gonna say, I was about to say. I, I was like, wait, past sixteen wait. times in a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, they're they're getting it done, man. That's a huge fucking win. I did not. If you had told me that Holy Cross and North Dakota State were going to lose this weekend, I would have said you're fucking insane. I, I agree, and I think it's a combination of things. I think I think Harvard's a lot better than we thought, and I think hands down, right now they look like the best team in the Ivy. So yeah, you know, shout out to them. But I, I think Holy Cross, they're kind of you know they had they had the big win over Yale in the Yale Bowl, but then you got Colgate, you got Harvard, you got Bucknell, you got Lafayette. You know, it, it kind of seems like a sleepy little stretch. So that's kind of what I'm chalking this one up to for, for Holy cross. Not that you really ever overlook Harvard, but you know, you should beat that team. So it seems like a sleepy stretch. And I think that's what happened here. Yeah. 100%. One of the best teams that, well, you know, I know we touched on Idaho. We touched on uh, Western Carolina. I'm going to throw this team into that mix. The Salukis of Southern Illinois, their magical season continues 33, 20 win against Missouri state. I was on the wrong side of this one. I thought Missouri state would give them a game. Uh, they're been a great, st- I mean, they have been a very, very fun story. And the Salukis look like with North Dakota state losing, they look like maybe the second best team in this conference right now. Uh, what do you make of this one? Yeah, I think they're definitely, well, first of all, you know, give yourself some credit. We picked this one at 14 and a half brother. We got it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we covered by yeah, the skin of our yeah. teeth, <laughs> but no, this is a really impressive win. I mean, we talked about it on that pick show was that, you know, Missouri state's looking a lot better than we thought they were going to, you know, with all the shakeup going on there. So for them to go out there and kind of, kind of control this thing, especially right off the rip, 14 to three in the first quarter, jump out in front, um, you know, Salukis look good. So I, I'm interested to see what they, what they go. Cause they got, you know, I think you've said it before too, but I totally agree. One of the best mascots helmets in all the college oh, football. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're awesome. And the Saluki, I didn't even know what the hell that was until then. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we locked up the Southern university Jaguars. That was easy money. That was taking money from a baby. All right. 
27 nothing over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Shout out to the Jaguars getting it done. <laughs> the babies don't need all that money anyway, man. What are they yeah, doing with that money? Yeah, yeah. Taking candy from the baby. I got drugs. Taking money from the baby, taking candy from a baby. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about over here. Uh Chattanooga 23. Wofford 13. A uh, little concerned that Chattanooga kind of struggled, but maybe a little look ahead to Weehawks, yeah. uh, Western Carolina though. Yeah, that game's gonna be awesome. Game's fine. Absolutely awesome. Alcorn State needed overtime to beat Alabama State. Bit concerning. 23-20 in a good one. And then another shocker to me, Kennesaw State, who's joining the FBS next year. Maybe you don't join the FBS next year because you're fucking one and four. You're one and four right now. Charleston Southern 13, Kennesaw 10. Oh my God. I don't think you should join the FBS. I mean, look at this season. They haven't even beaten an FCS team yet. Their one win was in Tuscolum, a D2 school. This is a bad look. This is a really bad look, but uh, yeah, good. Enjoy the conference USA. <laughs> if you think I mean, you can do this, do you think it's the rule changes or do you think they're uh, they're kind of they're kind of packing it in this year like Sam Houston did? Before. Yeah, they might be redshirting some players there. I got to mm-hmm. dive deeper into that scenario. Uh, Grambling took care of my boy Bubba McDowell. We ate shit here, <laughs> thirty-five to twenty. Grambling gets the win on the road. Florida A and M thirty one, Mississippi Valley State seven, kind of went the way we expected. Colorado State forty one, Utah Tech twenty. I cannot believe that I didn't hit this. <laughs> I cannot believe that I didn't hit some, this. Win some cloud delays yeah. and stuff in that game. Uh, North Texas thirty five, Abilene Christian thirty one, and then how about Eastern Illinois? I know. I know it wasn't that pretty, but they, they survived and they they remain undefeated against FCS competition. And one of the better stories in the entire FCS is EIU, the Panthers. And they have a huge game this week against UT Martin. That looks pretty damn good, but it's been a great, even if they lose that game, it's been, I, I'm excited to watch that game because they've gotten up in a couple spots where they were supposed to be terrible. And they've been a great story this year. What do you make of those Panthers? Yeah, man. I mean, Pierce Hawley's been a been a big difference maker. I kind of curious what Georgetown would look like if they still had him. Yo, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <Right>? yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very interested to see the game this week, and, I, and I'm happy to see this program rolling again, man. I, I said it before; it's blasphemy on this network, but I'm a Romo guy, so I, there's a soft spot, uh. spot in my heart <laughs> for this Panthers team, man. <laughs> there you go, there you go, folks. Look before we get to the next game. I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. And look, underdog just introduced scorchers go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times the amount of money you enter payout. Yes. From and get this from now until October 4th, underdog is matching hundred percent of the first deposits up to $500. A uh, hundred thousand dollar Sundays will continue. They're giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. What the fuck? Unbelievable! Uh, on Underdog Fantasy every single Sunday, and also they're giving ten lucky players will win ten k each. Whoo! Unbelievable! All right, look, I'm taking the Redskins to beat the Bears Thursday night for NFL action. It's gonna happen. Let's go. Watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little extra cash on Underdog's mobile app or website. Underdogfantasy.com. 
When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience, the FCS college football experience. Stephen F. Austin, 56, Texas AM Commerce, 27. Woo! Lumberjacks are back. It's an ass whooping. Um, I didn't see that one coming like that. Um, Nice win. Tough, tough spot for commerce coming off that heartbreaking loss there against ODU. So yeah, give give him a pass. Give him a pass. Still love that team for going for two. Yeah. Lamar 21 Houston Christian 19. My boys, you got that one, right? I was on, I was on Christian Uh, Murray state, the racers. Oh shit. Most disappointing team in all of FCS, Indiana state, the sycamores. I'm sick of that team, man. Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) they, they just, they suck. How do they lose this game? Get bird on on the phone now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just a couple games left to talk about and intriguing ones. UT Martin did beat Tennessee state 20 to 10 UT Martin's only loss was to the Georgia Bulldogs in a game. They played pretty damn well. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see the Eastern Illinois UT Martin matchup. Meanwhile, Tennessee state, Eddie George, I feel like, come on, man, you got to get that one. Uh, they had uh, Kennesaw next, where they should get that win. But uh, UT Martin, I think, deserves to be a top ten FCS team right now. I agree. I agree for sure. They're looking like some of the cream of the crop, man. Yeah. Uh, also, Eastern Kentucky now has life. Two wins in a row. They 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 salvaged their season with that comeback uh, last week, and now they go into North Alabama, win by ten. Shout out to the Colonels for getting it done and moving now to two and three. Also, Central Arkansas, Southern Utah. Whew, this was a game. Mm-hmm. Southern Utah was down twenty to seven and a half, but they've stormed back to make this thing a game. Central Arkansas wins by two. The UAC is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, Central Arkansas. If they were to play Western Carolina, who would you take there? Uh, I mean, that's, that's a really tough one. Cause you got some really uh, contrasting styles there. So um, what I, I, I think right now I would take Western Carolina just because of the ass whooping central Arkansas got from North Dakota state. Yeah. It uh, felt pretty flat, but I would say, I would point out that the McIlvain threw for three forty nine and three touchdowns today. So that's been one of my knocks on central Arkansas is that they can't pass the ball, but they got a hell of a running back room. It's good to see them pass the ball a little bit. So that could make things a little interesting. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Great win there on the road in Utah. Uh, Dan Hawkins and UC Davis thirty-one, Cal Poly thirteen. We were all over this one uh, correctly. Um, big win there for UC Davis. The big sky is fucking loaded. Uh, Nichols beats McNeese thirty-one to ten, and then this was a shocker, almost. Sac State thirty-one, Northern Arizona thirty. Sac State was laying twenty, and NAU almost won this fucking thing. NAU, ever since they made that switch to the, at the quarterback spot, you know I know they're one and four, and and but they uh they are a, like they they play at Weber. I kind of think NAU is going to win that. Then they're home to Portland State, home to UC Davis. They might have some life here, man. Despite being one and four, uh, maybe they woke up a little too late. I don't know, but I, I certainly think that team is better. It was playing much better than I thought. Nice win for Sac State to get out of that. 
and stay and stay, you know, in the mix, but fuck, I think NAU has found, found their guy. Yeah. He's a freshman too, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Demonte. Yeah. So uh, interesting, you know, he came out there and he got the win over Montana, but now he has uh two straight road uh, spots against two of the tougher teams. Well, supposed to be the tougher teams in the conference, um, you know, Sac state and Weber state. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what he does on the second consecutive back to back or uh, away road trip here. So um, something to watch. It's, it's interesting. I like this NAU team when they're good. They're fun. Yeah. And that's our board. But before we get out of here, I want to, I want to uh, let's, let's go top three wins for you. Top three wins for me. We can't pick the same team. Okay. I'll let, you, I'll let you go. What was the biggest win for you on Saturday? Oh man. I think you got to go just with the history of everything. Of SCS. It's got to be the South Dakota coyotes, man. I mean, you yeah. know, that's a win that that program just craves year in year out. So I agree. Uh, I completely yeah, agree. My, and my one, uh, cause I completely agree with that. What a huge win for the coyotes. Um, I'm going to take you to Harvard winning against Holy cross. That was a huge win. You know, I know the Ivy for some reason doesn't want to do the FCS playoff thing. I think it's a fucking joke personally. I think they should because that's a huge fucking win. What they just did right there. So Harvard would be my game ball right there. Who's your, who's your second. I'm going to give it to my boys, my uh, preseason darling central Arkansas. That's a tough, I mean, that's a far ass road trip yeah. to go. Uh, yeah. That's a game that I thought they were going to lose and they got it done in a close one. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with central Arkansas. I like it. Getting that two point win against Southern Utah. makes a lot of sense uh, to, to play them in that spot. I'm going to go to the Georgetown Hoyas beating Fordham. Yeah. They were a huge dog in this game. Uh, so the Hoyas, uh, you know, in the Patriot League, getting a big time win. That if they can, if they can, you know, shit. I feel like I thought it was, personally. I thought in the Patriot League, it looked like Fordham and Holy Cross were going to run off with it again, just like last year. No, Georgetown, huge win there at Cooper Field. Uh, who is your uh, third or your se- wait? Yeah, your s- third. Yeah, this will be three. Yeah. Um- I'm going to go with the great Danes, man. Another great mascot. And uh, yes. this team's on a roll and people need to take note. I mean, you know, as much as we said, it's, it's great that Western Carolina is getting all this attention. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of FCS teams that deserve more attention than what Albany has been doing this season, especially when you compare it to their expectations coming into it. 100%. I mean, a huge win there. Reese Poffenberger, I think is one of the more electric quarterbacks in, in uh, college football this year. It's going to be fun to watch them down the stretch here. Maybe they can be the team to win the CAA, but look, my final one will be the one uh, maybe they'll face off against down the stretch in the CAA or be battling against in the standings. And that's the Elon Phoenix with Matthew Downing and company huge win. And they kind of have the inside track on uh, you know, p- potentially winning the CAA. So huge win at home there, 14 to six against William and Mary and folks, that is our show. All right. Uh, subscribe to the FCS college football experience. We are on Twitter. Uh, well, first I'll follow us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, Mike Rose here, AKA the Gulf coast guru. He is on Twitter at GCG underscore wins. Give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, folks 
Um, we got a ACC college basketball preview coming up in about 30 minutes here. Cause I also host the college basketball experience. Yes. This is the FCS college football experience. I also host the college football experience where we talk FBS. I also host the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience. Those are all separate podcast feeds. Check them all out. We also have the big 12 experience for any big 12 fans out there with Moneyline Mac hosting that thing, all separate podcasts. As I alluded to, uh, we come together, all of those come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe there, please. If you can hop on over to iTunes and give uh, the FCS college football experience a five-star review, we'd certainly appreciate it. And uh, folks, get the check out the sports gambling podcast on Veasan. If you get the NFL ticket on YouTube TV, that means you also get the Veasan Network. V S I N every Friday night sports gambling podcast, nine o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern. They're on there live from Las Vegas every single Saturday or every every single Friday. Just check out the sports gambling podcast in general, and also check out. Uh, well, I mean, bottom line bombs with CJ Sullivan. You got the MLB playoffs on here at the studio. Check out the MLB gambling podcast, hockey starting NHL gambling podcast, NBA starting NBA gambling podcast. We got it all covered. Check it all out folks. All right. Uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Also come talk FCS college football with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the FCS college football experience week five reaction show. We'll be back Thursday night for our picks for week six. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.